All right, what we're going to talk about now in this section is a topic called Lagrange multipliers. This is an alternative um, method to solve a problem that we've actually already talked about. The type of problem is a constrained optimization. Okay, and the types of problems are one very similar to the one that we just finished about the um, rectangular box, right? So we wanted to, actually, we wanted to minimize the area, right? So that's the optimization part. But there was a constraint, right? It was subject to a constraint. What? Do you remember? It was that the volume was equal to four cubic feet, right? And we obviously did the problem without this method of Lagrange multipliers, right? But um, as I say, Lagrange multipliers offers an alternative method to solve the problem. So what we're talking about, again, is constrained optimization, right? We have an objective function that we're trying to (coughs) either maximize or minimize. Right, so this is the objective function. Right, and we have a constraint or two or three. Right, and the constraint we can call C of X, Y. Right, well, the constraint isn't actually an equation, not a, not a function. And the method is rather than the way we did it before, which was what? To solve the constraint equation for one of the variables and then to substitute back into the objective function to reduce the number of variables in the objective function. In, In the method of Lagrange, what we do is we create a new function, which we can call L, right, for Lagrange. We introduce a new variable, right? This is a Greek lambda. I guess if you're Greek or you know Greek, you recognize it, but I'm not sure how to spell lambda. I think like that. <clears throat> All right, it's a Greek letter. And the, the new function is the original function plus the constri- plus lambda times, right, the, the Lagrange multiplier times the constraint. The method is to find the critical points of L, right, and what happens is that the critical points of f, right, our objective function, are among the critical points of l. Now, I I understand that you may not quite understand everything that I'm saying, but when we get to an example, right, we'll start with a pretty easy example, and you'll be able to see what it is that I'm talking about, right? Let me just make this note for you, though. If you read other textbooks, Um, you might see 
right? Then constructing the new function with minus lambda times the constraint. And they are totally equivalent, as I will indicate in this first example, and then it sort of carries through um, for all the examples, right? So this is, this is something that other books use. We are going to um, stay with the plus lambda times the constraint. All right, so we'll do a quick little example, and hopefully you'll see um, what, what, how this works, right? The problem is to maximize <clears throat> f of x equals just x times y, right? Fairly simple objective function. And the constraint will be 2x, okay, plus 2y equals 10. All right. Previously, how would we do this? Right? Well, previously, we would just take the constraint, right? Solve, let's say, for y, substitute into the objective function, and then have a function of one variable, and just go about our business doing it that way. Right? All right, the problem is that sometimes the constraint is difficult to solve for one of the variables. So if we employ the method of Lagrange and try to solve this problem, right, then what do we have to do? We're going to construct a new function, right, which is going to be what? The original function. Here, let me write this. Okay, so... L of x, y, lambda is f, the original function, the original objective function, plus lambda times the constraint, right? And remember that the constraint, right, is an equation, right? And the constraint equation has to be equal zero, right? So what are we going to do? Well, the first thing we have to do is get the constraint to be equal zero, Right? And in this case, the easiest way to do it is what? Just to subtract 10 from both sides. So we would get what? 2x plus 2y minus 10. Okay? So that's c of x, y. Right? That would be equal 0. Yes? Now, the alternative would have been what? We could have brought the 2x and the 2y to the right, so we could have had what? minus 2x minus 2y plus 10, right? Which would have done what? Effectively introduce a negative into the <clears throat> constraint, which would just make this minus lambda rather than plus lambda. So that was my remark that it really doesn't matter whether you talk about plus lambda or minus lambda, right? They're totally equivalent. All right, so... The objective function in this case was what? x, y, right? So our new function that we're looking at, right, is the original objective function, right, plus the Lagrange multiplier lambda times the constraint equation, right, where 
the equation has to be equal zero. So you need everything on one side of the equation, and that's what gets multiplied by lambda. All right. So if we multiply this out a little bit, we get xy plus 2x lambda plus 2y lambda minus 10 lambda. All right. And now the theory is that if we find the critical points of L, we will have the critical points of F. All right, so how do you find critical points of L? Well, we need the partial with respect to X, so that's what? That's Y plus 2 lambda, right? 0 and 0. The partial with respect to y is what? x, 0, plus 2 lambda, okay, and 0, all right? And the partial with respect to lambda is what? 0, 2x, plus 2y, minus 10. Okay? <clears throat> all right, now, to find the critical points, we have to set all three of these partial derivatives equal to zero, and then solve the system. All right, this, as I said, this is a very simple example that we're starting with, right? And what? This is a, a relatively easy set of equations to solve, because what do we get? We get from this equation, we could just say what? 2 lambda is equal to negative y. And from this equation, we could get what? 2 lambda is negative x, right? Which means what? 2 lambda is this and 2 lambda is that, so this equals that, right? So that would give us what? That negative y equals negative x or positive y equals positive x. So that's pretty easy. And then, what? We could then substitute y equals x into our third equation, right? And just get what? 2x plus 2, right? y is equal to x. So we can call that 2x minus 10 is equal to 0, right? So 4x is equal to 10. And x is 10 over 4, or 5 over 2. So if x is equal to 5 halves, then y is equal to x. So here, let me come over here. So x is 5 halves, right? y is equal to x, so that'll also be 5 halves. And then f, the function, is x times y. So that'll be 5 halves times 5 halves is 25 quarters, all right? And then you can use the second partial derivative test to show that this is what? A relative maximum, right? But it is the only critical point, right? This is the only critical point we have. So the relative maximum gets promoted to the maximum, all right? So again, 
the idea is is not too hard right you have an objective function that you're trying to optimize and you have a constraint right the first step that you you know it's a little bit um it's a little bit it's something that you just have to remember to do is you have to get the constraint right equal to zero so in this case we could have had 2x plus 2y minus 10 equals 0, or negative 2x minus 2y plus 10 equals 0, right? And the difference between these two, of course, is a minus sign. So by choosing 2x plus 2y minus 10, right, I can have plus lambda. If I had chosen negative 2x minus 2y plus 10, that would have just introduced a minus sign over here. So whether you choose plus lambda or negative lambda really doesn't matter because nobody is saying which one of these two you, you need to choose. So, so um, that all sort of comes out in the wash. And then after we construct our new function, right, the ob- original objective function, plus lambda times the constraint equals zero, right? You do whatever algebra you need to do. You do a little calculus to find partial derivatives, right? You solve the partial derivatives equals zero to find the critical points, right? And then the critical points of the new function, right, include the critical points of the original objective function right so this and and notice that we didn't have to solve for the constraint and then substitute into the original objective function so the Lagrange method uh, really is an alternative to the method that we've already talked about let's look at another example that's a little bit more complicated <clears throat> 